0: Sefer Vayikra, Parshat Kedoshim, On Fairness in Business. In Parshat Kedoshim, meaning holy ones, God tells the Israelites through Moses, you shall be holy for I, Hashem, your God, am holy. God then gives a long list of commandments, about 50 in this Torah portion, to teach the Jews how to be holy. These include many we all know well prohibitions against idolatry, adultery, and swearing falsely, as well as the famous, you shall love your fellow as yourself. But other mitzvot given here, unfortunately, tend to go under the radar. <clears throat> One great example is Leviticus, 1935 to 36. You shall not falsify measures of length, weight, or capacity. You shall have an honest balance, honest weights, and honest ephon, and honest hin. I Hashem am your God who freed you from the land of Egypt. In short, the Torah is telling us to be honest in business, or as Maimonides put it, not to commit fraud. Some people might have a mistaken idea that religious practice is fundamentally about personal theology and ritual, that Judaism is something to be done in private, but not out in the world. During the Haskalah, the Jewish Enlightenment around the 19th century, the poet Judah Leib Gordon argued in his work, Awake My People, that in order to gain acceptance in European secular societies, Jews should leave their religious commitments at home. He said, this land of Eden is now open to you. He wrote in his poem, to the treasury of the state, bring your wealth. Bear your share of its riches and bounty. Be a man in the streets and a Jew at home, a brother to your countrymen and a servant to your king. Torah study should lead us to believe this idea is incorrect. Our parsha forces us to ask, where does it matter to be a Jew? Actually, we learn it matters to be a Jew in the workplace as much as anywhere else. Maybe it matters there most of all. Think about how, as Jews, we're particularly embarrassed and upset when a fellow Jew, such as a Bernie Madoff, makes headlines for being unethical in business. The Talmud, it turns out, is in agreement with this sentiment. Tractate Yoma teaches, the Gemara asks, what are the circumstances that cause a chila Hashem, a desecration of God's name? Rav said, for example, in the case of someone like me, since I'm an important public figure, if I take meat from a butcher and do not give him money immediately, people are likely to think that I did not mean to pay at all. They would consider me a thief and learn from my behavior that one is permitted to steal. And so friends, the quintessential Hashem in the Talmud is the mere perception of injustice in the marketplace, perpetuated by a Jew. That same daf, that same page in the Talmud, goes on to put business ethics on the same level as Torah scholarship, in terms of how one should love God. Abaye said, as it was taught in a Breita that it is stated, and you shall love the Lord your God, which means that you shall make the name of heaven beloved. How should one do so? one should do so in that he should read Torah and learn Mishnah and serve Torah scholars, and he should be pleasant with people in his business transactions. The Talmud page then takes it a step further, saying, but one who reads Torah and learns Mishnah and serves Torah scholars, but his business practices are not done faithfully, and he does not speak pleasantly with other people, what do people say about him? Woe to so-and-so who studied Torah. Woe to his father who taught him Torah. Woe to his teachers who taught him Torah. Someone who does pious things, but is not honest in business, the tradition clearly teaches, has entirely missed the point. Additionally, in Mesechet Shabbat, in the Talmudic tractate of Shabbat, it is taught that the first question will be asked at the gates of heaven, before we are asked about Torah study and other virtues, is, did you conduct your business faithfully? Wow. The medieval commentator, Abraham Ibn Ezra, found an even richer meaning to the commandment to be honest in business by examining the context around it. He took note of the mitzvah that immediately precedes it. The strangers who reside with you shall be to you as your citizens. You shall love each one as yourself for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. And he looked at the sentence that directly follows the business honesty commandment. I am Hashem your God who freed you from the land of Egypt. And he saw that these mitzvot are bound together by Judaism's understanding of the need to pursue justice for the stranger. To the Ibn Ezra, it is precisely because of our experience as strangers that we must love each stranger as ourselves, and we must be honest in business. Believing in the Exodus then, is not simply an affirmation of a historical fact it is a theological commitment to emulating a God of justice. That's why when we learn of just weights and measures right after we are commanded to love the stranger, both realms ought to remind us of the God who freed us from Egypt. Today, friends, as in ancient times, the stranger is the most vulnerable to the perversion of justice especially with regard to their financial security. We must take seriously God's instructions for being holy people, which as we are taught in this parshah, are inextricably tied to fairness in business and love and justice for the stranger. Shabbat Shalom.